everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Pretty Bubbles podcast. Uh, you got me currently leading the way. Uh, Daryl's just been pulled away, but he will be back hopefully very soon. I say hopefully, hopefully not. Um, so currently here with Jamie. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Christmas is nearly here, uh, which only means one thing, that West Ham are about to ruin our lives. So yeah, not too bad. Back in straight away with the positive vibes as, as we start talking about West Ham. Um, and finally, Daryl is back to join us. How are you doing, Daryl? You're talking about positive vibes. No, no yeah, speaking no, of positivity. Absolutely no positivity from me today. <laughs> well, that's... I don't know where we go from there. No, I, guess, um, I guess there's only one way place to start, and that's for me to do the handles for you, Daryl, before you ask... Um, I'll crack on so you can find us on all of your regular social media platforms on Facebook with the Pretty Bubbles podcast on Twitter. We are at bubbles underscore podcast on Instagram. We are pretty underscore bubbles underscore podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube right now, don't forget to like, subscribe and hit that notification bell. Um, Anything you can do will help us. And you can find us on all of your regular podcast platforms as well, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Excellent. Before we do, before we carry on and before I let you crack on, Matt, because I'm going to be on and off this for the next five minutes. Um, as of today and as of this podcast and obviously YouTube, we are now part of a group, uh, sort of a sporting community called Let's Talk Sports. Um, and all our stuff will be on their Facebook, their YouTube, obviously as well as our own, but they'll they'll sort of help us market, market out, sort of expand a little bit. So thank you for them to... for. Sort of, and they they come to us. Say we didn't go to them; they come to us. Um, so hopefully we get we, we get on well with them. And you might see us guest. Some of us guest star on some of their other podcasts. I know that they've already asked uh, asked me to go on a Pat's one after last week. I said no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go on a new podcast and absolutely cry my heart out straight away. So um, you can, and it would be great to see. It it would be it would be good it would be good television if it was if it's a YouTube <laughs> one it'd be great because um, I am still absolutely fuming with that outcome. Um, yeah, that's that. So we'll um, we'll post for them as well, and you'll see us sort of market them out as we go. But it's it's a good thing. Um, Matt, I'm going to let you lead it today. As I said, I'm going to be on and off here for the next few minutes. As now, someone has decided to turn up for the first time this morning. So how dare they? I know it's um, been quiet for two hours, and then as we start, they turn up. Ridiculous. Always the way. Well, I blame you, to be fair. But I blame you as well. We um, yeah, so I guess there's only one way place to start. Um, <laughs> let's have a quick talk about the sort of latter stages of the World Cup. Uh, let's specifically crack on with the final. I guess Jamie will brag till the the cows come home about how we backed Argentina uh, as the, the winners has it. in our predictions the at the start. Get um, his dick and, out your mouth. Yeah, and he hasn't Jesus stopped sucking Christ. Messi's dick since. That's fine. So, uh, Jamie, then, seeing as you, you didn't come to the pub to watch it and you let us all down, um, why don't you t- talk to us a little bit about the final and what you thought of it? For about 75 minutes, it was pretty shit. It weren't that good a final. Argentina were the better team throughout. Like, they deserved to be leading. They were wiping the floor. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, carnage decided to happen. And absolute shit show uh ensued um and the best players in the world stepped up like mbappe when he needed him most he come up with a hat trick uh messi was brilliant angel di maria were brilliant like it was a 
game where quality really shone through. It weren't like a timid final when like the Spain Netherlands game or trying to think of other finals previously it was one where you actually got good football come the end of it um i still think the better team won on the day argentina obviously had a few shaky moments throughout the tournament the saudi arabia uh the netherlands coming back from 2-0 um so yeah i think the better team won on the day but what what an advert that was for football um i, I saw that the, the advert you talk about for 75 minutes i completely utterly disagree with you because the game was yeah. fucking terrible um we were sat in a pub ready to go home i was looking forward to going home like it was mainly it, because it was freezing in the pub <laughs> it was cold yeah it was very cold but it was it was a terrible game of football mm. and then but that's where that's where it turns into that's why people love football as well i'll be back so yeah, I'll crack on then. But I agree. Like, it was seventy-five minutes of dross is the wrong word, but it was so it was a damp squib, and yeah, it looked like it was just going to peter out into a comfortable win. But Argentina are the absolute embodiment of two 0 is a dangerous scoreline yeah. because, like you said, the Netherlands game they threw it away in the last sort of 10, 15 minutes. They did the same here. Um, I think again, like they struggled with. A couple of not couple of long balls, but the first one was just a ball over the top that mm. Otamendi just doesn't deal with, lets it bounce, and then I don't know what he's doing, what he's thinking of doing, just yeah. giving him a little pull back. And then the second one was not a long ball, but it's a ball up to Mbappe, a one-two over the top, and you've got to give him credit for the finish on the volley. Oh. That's a fantastic finish. I think as Ali um, McCoy said, he expected him to take a touch. And he just caught He it had time time. to as well, didn't he? He had time to <laughs> take the touch, but he's just like, no, nah, he's got the confidence he's going to hit it first time. Copying the legend that he's Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch had done it all those years ago and he just thought, oh, I'll tell you, I'll do the same. Do you know what it was a bit more like? And this guy set himself up a Gazza's goal in 96, looping over the top and volleying in. Uh, yeah. It went across the keeper rather than near post, but it had that sort of vibe about it for me. Yeah, it... I know you probably already got on for what I was saying, but we, we <clears throat> I backed to half time the draw because you know if they got one, it, they were going to score again. Um, they got yeah. You always worried were they able to hold on? It, and it happened through the tournament on multiple occasions that teams went up early in games and they just didn't know teams just didn't know how to see game see games out. Mm. Um, and France. Even at 75 minutes gone before they scored that first goal, we were all like in the pub game. They can't be that bad. I think, the sickness a big part. I think the sickness must have been a bigger thing than people. <clears throat> I, don't, I, think, I don't know. I think the changes might have helped him out because Hernandez was horrific all game that he played and mm. the changes him to make him just a, bit, just a better side. Um, Credit the Shams had to do it though. Like It was one of them where you just can't sit there on a 2 0 loss changing the thing. <clears throat> Hundred percent. We're all saying like, why are you taking Drew off now? Drew's your target man at this point because you're going to have to play long balls at some point. End of the day, the, the subs up until penalties worked because they got back, got themselves back in the game. So mm. it's a uh, it's it's, t- it's on either way because I, I think all of us in the pub would have kept Drew on. It did help that we all led Drew to score Edda. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably why we wanted to stay on. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we'd have kept him on. But then 
putting Mbappe through the middle opens up a whole different world of trouble for the two centre-halves, especially Otamendi and Romero. Not exactly the quickest centre-halves in the world. Um, I still don't get how Otamendi gets in that team when Lissandra Martinez is on that bench. But hey-ho. Me neither, to be fair. I think he's... I don't know. Otamendi is clearly... Over the hill, wasn't he? But then again, they won the game. They well, they didn't won, win the game. They drew the game, but they brought it home. So I guess proofs in the pudding. Be interested to see where they go now because I don't think I still don't think they're a very good side. Yeah, they've just won the World Cup, but like Messi's Messi's played an absolute world of a, a tournament. Um, the strike, the young striker looks good. Uh, City striker Alvarez. Alvarez. So they've got some young, good young players, but Messi's not probably going to make the next World Cup. So Otamendi's on the way out. There's Di Maria, who I thought was fantastic for about yeah. 35 minutes. He's on, he's he probably won't make the next tournament. By the way, that second goal was so fucking good. So yeah, good. yeah. It, it both like just the way they played for 30. Well, up until half time, they looked like the best team in the tournament. Before mm. up, up until that point, I didn't think they'd look that good. Yeah. That showed how good they are. But where they go from here now? Because that the next four years for them is going to be a rebuild. Because mm. they're going to lose. Messi, Messi's pulled them through that tournament at times. The goal against is it Australia, I think, and like so losing Messi, him. Where yeah. do they go from there? To be fair, you do look at it though, and you go, it's not like you're rebuilding on nothing. Like they've got the Copper uh, America, and they've now got the World Cup. It's like Scaloni's got it in the bank to actually build it slowly. Like it's not like you're looking at certain teams like Belgium who are rebuilding with zero trophies, zero finals. Like there's real pressure on them to turn it over quickly. Argentina less so. Like they have a poor tournament in the next one. Obviously they'll be disappointed, but you still go. But we had two. We've got two trophies in the previously. So yeah. Um, can we just quickly move on to England? Yeah. I just wanted to mention beforehand, Mbappe turned 24 yesterday as we're recording this. Five goals he's now in the World Cup final. Five goals in two World Cup finals. He's five goals away from the all-time top scorer in the World Cup. <clears throat> he's like, I think, 11 or 12 goals away from being France's all-time top scorer. And he's basically about the same amount away from being PSG's all-time top scorer at 24 years old. That is yeah. unbelievable. It's, it's it's brilliant. It's 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 unreal. But I want to see these guys do it in the Premier League. You want to see them week in week out, like not not just because the Premier League's a great league, but as fans of the Premier League, as a, as a league that we watch every game of. I want to see them do it here. Like we're not we're not going to get to see Messi here. We've but we've we've had Ronaldo for we had Ronaldo some of his best years here. But I'd love to see Mbappe try it here. I just the problem is you don't see a team that has the budget to do it apart from City, but you just <clears throat> you won't do it because it don't really it don't feel like them. If he's going anywhere, he'll be Real Madrid, and obviously Real Madrid just can buy anyone they want. Like it's likely that Bellingham's going to go there in the summer. That's ridiculous. That their midfield three for the next five ten years is going to be Camavinga, Truemeni, and Bellingham. I'm sorry, that's that's a cheat code. Yeah, it's not fair, is it? Mm. Rice wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Rice is going somewhere <laughs> else. He's not staying at West Ham. Yeah, Rice, Rice ain't staying at West Ham. Um, but talking about Rice in England, um, missed opportunity. Definitely. I think we. I think we were the third best team in that tournament after the two that were in the final. I disagree. <clears throat> really? We were better than Argentina. Up until up until that first half of that game, we were better than Argentina in that tournament. Yeah, but ultimately, they, they, did. It they won it. Yeah, fair play. You've got you've got to, you've got to win you've got to win tournaments, hundred percent. And we have let ourselves not let ourselves down. And I'll still say the referee played a massive part in that in us losing to France. But we didn't beat France once again. Southgate has gone out there and lost to a big side. Yeah, it, you do look at him though. For about 60 minutes of that game, Southgate got it right. Like 60 minutes, Southgate got the tactics right. That team that started was right. We were the better team. The issue was he didn't make changes when he was meant to. And that was the killer. He was so reactive instead of being proactive. He should have brought on people like Rashford earlier, Grealish earlier. It was just not enough like Mason Mount I know he loves him but he won't and he got us a penalty but he weren't the substitute we needed at that time try telling that to Willits he was in the pub saying got to bring Mount on <laughs> yeah won the penalty won the penalty no. I mean to I'll be take fair, one the penalty Theo Hernandez gifted it yeah but I mean at the same time like I say like I am normally very level-headed when it comes to things like refereeing performances, but that is possibly the worst refereeing performance in recent memory. I didn't think the ref was good, but I also don't think he's the reason we lost. No, no, no. I completely agree. Like, yeah. um, bear in mind, obviously, we got the penalty on VAR, um, which he eventually gave. But just in general, the first goal, Saka's fouled in the build-up. Mm. There's no denying that. He's kicked at twice. Yeah, um, and then... The other one is the Kane one in the first half that um, probably was just outside the area, but yeah. to not even give a foul in the first place when it was a blatant yes. foul. Um, and Saka was kicked throughout the game. and He just got no protection from the ref. And it's, yeah, we, yeah I mean, at the end of the day, it's come down to a missed penalty, isn't it? That's what's cost us. It's a missed pen. And yeah, Saka got injured, but a lot happened after the Saka foul to stop yeah. that goal going in. We missed the pen. We had a pen give it like... It's one of them where a lot of people are going to blame the ref, and I don't disagree that the ref was bad. The ref was pretty poor. But ultimately, on the night, we missed chances. We should have scored more. <laughs> and ultimately, if you backed anyone to score two penalties, Harry Kane is that man, and he decided to turn Spursy. But I truly do think if we had beaten France, we would have been in that final... And we would have given Argentina a run for the money. I know I've never been Southgate's biggest fan, but right now I don't think there's a clear and obvious choice for someone to replace him. So I would want him to stay. My annoyance, yeah, my annoyance with Southgate, and I think it's the same with Moyes. He's all reactive instead of proactive. Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. It's... You had, you've got some of the best, like on paper, and and again we watch them week in week out. We've got some of the best attacking midfielders in the world right now. Okay, um, Grealish, Foden, Mount, um, Rashford, all these players. And I know you, I know you can't get them all in a team, but when you're two one down, 
in a game like that of that magnitude, you have to change things up. Yeah. Jack Greenish, who wins you stuff every time he's got the ball, he, he has a chance of winning you a free kick or doing something. Splitting lines. It's yeah. Thirty seconds. Yeah. Stuff like that, you're you're not. <clears throat> Look, he's done a great job at England, and where that where England will come from in ten years is. It's, it's chalk and cheese to where we're at now. We look like a really good side in big tournaments, but you're gonna your your legacy as an England manager is on winning stuff. And at the moment, he ain't gonna he ain't winning nothing. He ain't. Well, to be fair, but you can say that about any England manager for the yeah, last course, 16 that's years. That's why. That's why. Really, the only England manager that really stands up to anything is one. Because big no Sam. one's won it. Hundred percent record. And and Big Sam, no one's won anything. Yeah, Alf Ramsey's got a really good reputation too. I think the thing that hurts most, like I'm looking at this one, is I think at other World Cups, if we'd got through a quarterfinal, I don't think there was many aspirations we'd won the semi-final. Like we probably would have lost to the next team we'd have played. I can't think of like examples, but I don't think people would have sat there going, oh yeah, we would have gone on and won it. There was a real fault that if we'd beaten France, it's our tournament to lose. Tell you the last time. It was 2002. If we'd have beaten Brazil, we'd have had Turkey in the semis. Yeah. 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 And that was when Seaman got logged. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, the yeah. thing is, this England side, again, what we, what I was saying about Argentina, they're, they're in that slight re, slight rebuild with losing the likes of Messi and stuff like that. But um, England in the next four years, ain't we're not rebuilding nothing, maybe apart from maybe the two centre-halves. So that England side shouldn't be if they're all still in form and still playing well for their club, shouldn't be much different in the next Euros and the next World Cup. No. And they're only, they should all be hitting their primes and peaks at that time. It looks like Rice is going to be sort of 26, 27. Mount's going to be around about the same age. All, like, they're all going to be around about that age. Better than, the, what, 22. So, I think the only people are Carl Walker and Jordan Henderson. I've probably yeah. the only ones that are... Kane's going to be, what, 32 at the time? Maybe, maybe a bit older. But you've got these... You're still not you're still going to be this side. But what worries me is with Southgate in charge, has, has he got enough to win a tournament? He's had two, well, three really good chances of winning a tournament now. We've not done it. I'd have said two. I don't think we were, we would have beaten France in 2018 in the final. Yeah. Unlike this one where we were just as good as them. I think 2020 Euros really hurt because we were leading and he just tactically got it wrong. He yeah. made the wrong subs. He went too defensive. Yeah, you could argue he's too defensive, but sometimes being a defensive coach doesn't always hurt when it comes to, what's it called? Well, if you look at Deschamps, like he has never been an open, expressive attacking coach. He's always been one that's built on trying to keep it tight at the back. Um, and that's re- like regardless of the great attacking talent like we've got England like he's got France he has always been one that is very much um, quite tame keep it keep it controlled keep the game tight and then win it on those big moments Um, and he's got he won the World Cup four years ago got to the final again this year so there's no reason it can't work if you've that kind of mindset as a coach I do do agree that there's no there's no there's no reason it can't work but have we got on paper a better a better all round squad than France to be better than that? 
I'd say their squad. They've got, Mbappe, they've got Mbappe, yeah, and like, like what probably right now with his age, the best player in the world. And they've, they've obviously got good players. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But our players on paper, Foden, Bellingham, Rice, Kane, all these, are we a better squad on paper than France? No. 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 Not much. Not much in it. But I think it's Mbappe, Dembele, many. I think defensively, they're probably a little bit stronger as well. Um, like... You also think they went and had no Benzema, who was the Ballon d'Or. Uh, Noble Podgar, when he pulls on a France shirt, is fucking incredible. And Golo Kane, who's been the best holding midfielder in the last five, ten years, they miss some big. Lost players. their first choice fullback in the first game, and in Luca Hernandez, like they, they, they're they're a good side. But I, 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 me personally, it's all an opinion. I think our our squad rates, if not level, level if not better than theirs. Personally, where they where they're playing at now, Pogba's. You say he's for France. Pogba's been rubbish club-wise for five years. Mm. Um, Dembele, good player. Not seeing him do it really for France. I didn't think he was all that, all that good this tournament. He was terrible in the final. Um, Mbappe's great. Their defence is quality, don't get me wrong. But we also had chances against their defence, which annoys me. Like, yeah, I just, I guess I look at it and I go, England have got probably a couple of players that when they put on an England shirt, they're better than when they put on a club shirt. But Harry yeah. Maguire being the main one. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I moment. must, I must <laughs> say, he really did prove doubt as wrong. He was fantastic as well. Cup shouldn't have been in the team of the tournament, as some people said, but he had a really Sky. Good was it Sky had him in the team of the tournament? Yeah, like no chance. It was kind of a narrative driver, weren't it? But yeah, oh, should we? Um, God, I was just going to say, should we? Because I know you're on a time constraint, Jamie. Should we take a break now so we can get into some West Ham stuff before you have to jump off? Do we have to? Uh, I mean, we are a West Ham podcast. It probably makes sense if we do. Damn it. Okay. Okay. We'll be back in a second. Boxing Day, festive football is back and I'm not looking forward to West Ham, but I am looking forward to the Premier League being back um, because Christmas and Boxing Day and the festive football is probably the best time of the year for a football fan if so you haven't got a vested sport. interest in it. Boxing so. Day is the best day of sport of the whole year. Yeah. I just love how it rolls in with American football now too. So like late night on Christmas Day, you put a bit of the NFL on. Then the Boxing Day Test match, loads of horse racing, loads of football. It's just fucking glorious. This year works out even better as well because you get the because all the most NFL's Christmas Eve this year. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve, three games, Christmas Day, Boxing Day Test match, Premier League. I'm likely to have a bad 48 hours though because obviously West Ham play Arsenal. That's who Melissa supports, and also Atlanta play Baltimore, and that's who she supports. So I'm probably going to lose both games to the team. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing um, is, it's on Amazon Prime, so um, I do like this because I'll be around the missus on her parents on Boxing Day. They got Prime, they got a Fire Stick, so I can have all the football on there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the year 
because we all like probably the same as you, Matt. We alternate between parents' Christmas Day and Boxing Day, and this year at my mum and dad's Christmas Day, and it, I because then Boxing Day I've got a fight trying to watch a TV with five young kids running around like nutters wanting me to do stuff. While there's all I want to do all day is sit down, drink beer, and watch football. Yeah, it's just awful. Um, and I've already had to sort of say to Steph because Steph's like, Yeah, we let's play all like games and stuff in the evening. Like, you know, West Ham on eight o'clock boxing day. She's like, Oh, you just have to play games. Like, no, no, West Ham on eight o'clock boxing day. <laughs> but after about 20 minutes, you'll be like, Right, what are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll play, but there'll be a TV in that dining room. I will be watching West Ham. I've already said, like, I'm probably gonna watch West Ham at eight o'clock. I won't be much like entertainment come eight o'clock. Honestly, no, I'm dreading it. But then I, I also think it's the best time to play them. England, in, that this England thing was a lovely little just break from West Ham. But as soon as England got knocked out and my attentions turned back to West Ham, I just got even more depressed. It was like we're shit. Like we're <laughs> we're not. We're, and then watching the friendlies as well. Or what, watching what I have. I know you can't take much on friendlies because you're missing players, but we just don't look like a good team. I was going to say, should we talk a little bit about those friendlies? So we played three, beat Cambridge 4-2, beat Udinese 3-1 and drew one all with Fulham. Um, obviously, haven't got everyone one, one there. 1-0 down, down in all three, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, a, as is the new West Ham way. Uh, obviously, there was no rice for any of those. Um, so hopefully... We'll see him back. I, I imagine he'll be starting uh, on Boxing Day. He My kind of theory is anyone that was anyone that went beyond the quarterfinals in like and plays in the Premier League probably won't be back mm. um, on Boxing Day. But anyone that went out in the quarterfinals or earlier will probably be back. I think that's fairly safe to say. Rice trained yesterday, um, mm. I believe, and I heard some was it Twitter this morning that Quetta is about as well. Um, so I have heard that these players should be available for... It'd be really nice to see Paqueta played in a similar role than he did for Brazil and pick like those sorts of performances because I thought, yeah, he was fantastic in that role. But I must say... We've got to think I, as well, Arsenal had a lot of players at the World Cup and yeah. Jesus is now out injured. Yeah, that's the big one. That is a huge one that I think... I know that Ke- uh, Eddie Nketiah has been all right for Arsenal. He's signed a good, like a big contract with them. But he doesn't strike the fear into you as much as Jesus does. He doesn't link up play near enough as well as others do. Obviously, he's like much more likely to miss a big chance. Yeah, Martinelli could go up top too, but you instantly look at that and go, that instantly fills you with a tiny bit more confidence. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm. Oh, confidence is the wrong word. Uh, slightly less pessimistic, maybe, is the more accurate term for me. But I think there's there's definite reasons that we can believe that we can go into this game and get something out of it. No one knows what any team is going to be performing like now after this break. This is an unprecedented situation where we've had four weeks off in the middle of the season. So more than that, best part of six weeks off in the middle of the season. Yeah. So no one knows how anyone is going to be performing. Any form prior to it goes out of the window. Yeah. You almost feel like it might help the teams that struggled. And the teams that were doing well will not benefit. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm and potentially teams that had fewer players going to the World Cup. Yeah, like I don't think we win uh, Boxing Day, but I actually think we've got a chance of getting a result, just because 
Arsenal were in such a rich game, a rich reign of form pre World Cup. That gets broken up. Squad disperses for a certain period of time. Why can't we get a result? Sometimes it's just. I don't think we will, but why can't we? Like it just feels like if anything's going to happen, this is the perfect time to play Arsenal. It does. That's what I feel. And the thing is, this is huge for us as well because um, obviously after the Arsenal game, we go Brentford, who potentially probably right. going to be without Ivan Tony, which makes them he's, a much nicer but, prospect to play. He's, um, honestly, he, he's banned for years. No, he's not. He's not banned for years. So he's got, what is it, 260-odd charges uh, overall. Joey Barton had way more than that, and he got an 18-month ban. And he was betting on games that he was playing in. Yeah, he um, betted on himself to get like a yellow card and stuff. And, and he didn't get games. a yellow card. <laughs> yeah. That is some terrible betting. Um, but yeah, so no, I think it's his season over, but it's not his career over by any means. Yeah, I don't and then, think then we go, And then we go Leeds, then it's Brentford again in the FA Cup, then Wolves and Everton. So like these five, like the four Shoot. games after Arsenal, if we can get anything out of this game and take that momentum into those games that follow up after that, then we can be looking at putting a few good results together and getting right out of that relegation scrap, yeah. hopefully. I, I, I don't think we're in a relegation scrap, but if we go and get a bad... like Say we're still struggling against Tilde Everton. If we're still down there come Everton, then I'll change my opinion. But I also think this is the perfect time to go up and get to the mid-table because we're not like that far cut adrift yet. Like you get a few wins, like you get on a run, you'll be mid-table, and then you look at the FA Cup game. Why can't we go win this? In the Conference League, especially. Like it I do think these games are quite key for how our season goes going forward. But and I just think we'll have enough quality to get out of it. Like I think we'll get like six, seven. Uh-huh. I don't think we'll go down. I'm with you. Yeah. I've also seen a very, very good West Ham side that was probably on par with this go down. Um, when we said all season, oh, they're too good to go down. So it's not it's not inevitable. That's not the right word. Um, but it's, it, we can... As I think you, I think someone said it while I was listening. Arsenal, Arsenal is a bit of a free hit on, on Monday night. They're they're flying, missing a few players. We've got a, a chance to go in there and, and knock these off. The bigger games are the ones afterwards. Brentford, Friday night. Yeah. Comes a bit of a must win, really. Yeah. Well, he's taking Melissa. So if that atmosphere goes sour, it could be dodgy. Because they're not uh, mugs either. Yeah. I've, no Ivan Tony Stews to them. Like, that is such a big miss. Like, is he definitely not available then? I'll be shocked if he plays. I'll think I'll be really shocked if he plays. Because he's not been he's not nothing. He's, he's got until Yeah, he's got until like early Jan to contest the charges, I think. So but it just depends if they decide to take him out of the spotlight a little bit. I don't know. Mm. I guess we'll see come Sun uh, come Monday if he's playing Monday. Yeah. Uh, who have they got Monday? What's let me have a quick look. Uh, they've got Tottenham. Their first game back. Oh, their first game back, and yeah, yeah. I, to be fair, I wouldn't mind him playing and beating them. I hate them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I hate them. Um, what? I don't know what else you guys are talking about. Um, yeah. So obviously, how do you think 
we're going to line up potentially. Um, obviously, Skamaka picked up a knock against Fulham. Um, apparently not that serious. Antonio has also been dealing with injury issues. Um, Corne's still fucked. Corne's still out. So, nice. do you think it'll be basically as you were? Um, we don't. I'm assuming Aguerd won't be back. Yeah, Aguerd's not. Well, I don't know about Aguerd. Played in the semi final. He was in. He was in Morocco yesterday. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah he didn't play the semi final, did he? But he, apparently, he was fit enough to play until he got ill. Yeah, and he didn't play the third, fourth place playoff no. either. But it just depends if he's back. I would, I would imagine he won't be playing Boxing Day, but potentially looking at him on the Friday night game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, to, from what I heard yesterday, Antonio should be fit. Uh, no, precautionary. No, no uh, Zoomer either, is no there? Zoomer. No Zoomer. So you're looking at well, one of Kufau and Johnson. Dawson. Um, Cresswell, I doubt it'll go Emerson. Probably Cresswell. Unless he goes carer at right back and brings up Bonner in as well. Maybe could do that. Um, I'd, uh, he won't. He just won't do it. But I'd love to see. I'd love to see Rice and Paquetta as a two. So would I. I think we all would. Yeah. I, and the fact that he he's been out there, we know he was out in um, Qatar watching a lot of this, doing a bit of scat and stuff himself, and, and a bit of TV work. If he's not watched that Brazil side and looked how good he was, I know, I know it's Brazil West Ham. It's a, diff- it's a different thing, but <laughs> slightly of, different. But we're also full of international players in that in that sort of area. If he's not looking at that guy, that that lad can play deeper in a role that when you've got a rice behind him, he could really be useful because then you've got Fornells, you've got Lanzini, you've got Benrahma, blah blah blah. It, yeah. It, 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 I'd be mind blown if we don't see it at some point this year, but I don't. I, I, doubt, it'll, I doubt it'll be on Monday night. I think the main reason to do it is that Suchek's struggling. If Suchek was playing well and doing all right, then you'd keep Paquetta where he is, but he isn't. Like I don't, I don't mind seeing Paquetta play higher up if you're playing Downs, because Downs deserves to play just as much. The Downs has been better than um, Suchek. Suchek this year, yeah. But then you also want to see Paqueta play in a position where he looks more natural and he looks more natural a bit deeper. Some of the passes he was playing from that deeper area was ripping teams apart. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I can't tell what the team will be. Just hoping. I'm not wanting lots of changes because I don't think the team's a million miles away. And before the World Cup, we were saying this weren't far off our strongest side. So, yeah. The biggest thing for me is our... Our well, Bowen plays over the next yeah. because when Bow, if Bowen plays well, we play well. I think he's yeah. he's he's really he's such a he's such an integral, important part of that side because it gives you. Or well, if Ben Rama keeps playing the way he was playing, then you then you have Bowen in the form on the other side. You've got two unbelievable wingers who can tear tear apart any fullback in the league. So, and then it comes down to what Skamaka you're going to get. Is he going to be fit enough for? And, and what Antonio are you going to get? Yeah, well, Antonio's a defo no, so Skamaka's not fit. Antonio's not a defo no. I thought he was out. No, no, no. He came out yesterday saying that he, oh. he was taken out as precaution, that he should be he should be fine for Monday night. Okay, then. Skamaka's the one I've heard nothing about. Knowing Moyes, I think he'll be Antonio. Any reason for him to go, Antonio. <laughs> but I, I don't hate it against Arsenal. 
Like, but I just well, to leave I, I, I was saying it earlier. Um, you're saying it's a it's a good type of play Arsenal. We've we've wanted to we've we've had good times to play Arsenal over the last couple of years when they've been really bad. We just can't set beat them. Yeah, we've got it really bad. They're just one of those teams where we play right, but we just can't get a result. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know it's been had, pretty. Yeah, like, I'm trying to remember. Like, we had the game where we were three 0 up, drew three three. We lost two one to them in the COVID year where we played all right. Um, last season weren't great. Oh, at home we were unlucky. Yeah, just they are one of those teams where we do seem to play good, but we just can't seem to get a result but every team's got a team like that yeah we've got beat them was january 2019 they can rice that day one nil yeah yeah Decker's first goal will it yeah do you remember where we watched that we were up in london weren't we no we were i was down the coron club oh, i don't know i thought oh no i'm thinking of a different game i can't remember what a team we had pretty sure you was with me as well down the coron club might have been we Cresswell, Diop, Ogbonna, Zabaleta, Arsenal, Rice, yeah. Noble, Anderson, Nazri, Antonio, Arnautovic. Oh, I miss that guy. I miss that bastard. I'd bring him back. Um, <laughs> talking about one player in there, starts his new role on the 1st of January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie's best mate back at the club. I, I can't tell what he's going to do, so I can't really pass judgment. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows what he's going to do, but I think it should be good to have him around that club at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You, you, you definitely in... Well, you can tell you've missed his, his leadership in the six months since he's been gone. So, um, but yeah, I, I'll go back to I'm not looking forward to Monday night at all. I'll be honest. And speaking of which, go on, Joe. I don't care if we lose, as long as we play it's a performance. well. Performance, yeah. That's always the way with us in these sorts of games. As long as the performance is there and the efforts there, that's all that really matters. Mm. Um, speaking of which, predictions. How the um, just before I give my prediction, how did it all finish up for the World Cup? I take it you won it in the end. Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't done the semi-finals and the final, but I think so. Um, yeah, I don't think even me or Jay had a 15 pointer at the end. To... No, no, I got so, the draw in the final, but yeah. And the other thing, not that we did points this, Jamie got the winners. I got the runners up. I had France's runners up at the start. You were close with the golden ball, Daryl, because you had Messi, but Mbappe mm. took it in the end. But yeah, mm. I will update that and I'll let you know. Um, Fair enough. Um, I'm going to go with. 2-1 Arsenal. My my whole negativity has really come back with this West Ham side and I've... I've, I've <laughs> 2-1 Arsenal's not a disrespectful result though. Like, that's no. fine. I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal as well and I'll go first goal scorer to be Martinelli. Uh, I'm go- uh, yeah, I'm going to go Martinelli as well, actually. Uh, I've got Martinelli as well, but I've got one on. Come on! <laughs> a Christmas miracle. We got a point. I also need three points in our Acker League, so I'm, I'm big on the Arsenal. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's the banquet of the week, Arsenal winning. So, um, oh, uh, we Will we be back? Will we get a chance to record before the Brentford game? I'm off work all week, so I should be able to. I'm working, but I mean, come on. When's yeah, that ever um, 
I am off, but I know I've got Declan all week because Steph's at work, but I should be able to find some time while he's having a nap to jump on to discuss that. So as we said beforehand, and I know Jay's got to shoot off in a second, we are now on a new sporting community called Let's Talk Sport on Facebook, YouTube. I think he does a lot of stuff on Twitter and Instagram as well. So you'll see us a lot more on other places like that. Um, Matt will be sending over this episode to him today to start um, getting that going. Um, yeah. I know you led, but Matt, I'm going to say it. Fa- uh, Merry Christmas to you both. Um, and to you. Happy New Year. If I don't, well, I'll, I'll see, I'm sure I'll see both of you beforehand anyway. Um, Hopefully not. But yeah. Well, I'll see you tomorrow night. So you've got no idea. Yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> and Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve. Yeah, exactly. Um, Fucking can't get away from this fat mess. So at, least yeah, fu- at least we're having food Christmas Eve. See that, Jamo. Have a good one, mate. Um, yeah. But there we go. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with some positive West Ham news. I very much doubt it. Um, I'm really not in the Christmas spirit this year, so bar humbug and bar everything West Ham. Uh, but the last thing to say is. <laughs> Last year's last come on your minds. Come on.